You're listening to the voice of Rowan Prof Sports. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM, Glassboro. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM proudly presents Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports, featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. And now, here's your host, Joshua Counts. Raw Radio 89.7 WGLS FM. Welcome to a brand new episode of Offsides. I'm your host, Josh Counts. I'm here in the building with Tom Hill and Chris Gazilio. I messed it up again. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm such. Yes, you messed up. It's, it's Gazilio. Gazilio. It's too many Z's. I'm sorry, man. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I apologize to your family. I'm no, joking. No, no, I'm no, joking. No, you, I'm joking. You get, you get, you get. All right. I don't want to get sw- No, nah, I'm playing. I'll just <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, welcome to a brand new edition of All Sides. We got a lot to talk about with Thursday Night Football, obviously. Somebody got cooked on NFL Network. We're going to get to that in the, in a minute. Uh, Phillies on their way to the NLCS. Asteroids on their way back to the ALCS. The, poten- the potential rematch right there. And, of course, NBA preseason has gotten started. And we are, what, two weeks away from the start of the official 2023 NBA season? Of course, we're going to break down all of that. But first... Let's talk about Thursday night football. Taylor Swift was in the building. It was Chiefs and Broncos. Bro- I mean, excuse me, Chiefs won 19-8. Did we really, did we really think the Broncos were going to come away with a victory in this game? I'm shocked the Chiefs didn't put up more points. I am. I shocked. think 19. I think we're going to talk. That's, that's, that's I, too conservative. I think that. we're going to talk about that too. That's got a, That's a conversation. But she's moved on to five and one. Broncos fall one and five. Russell Wilson. We're going to talk about him. 13 of 22, 95 yards, one touchdown two interceptions four sacks a qbr of 10 while my homeboy patrick mahomes 30 of 40 306 7.7 excuse me 306 in yards one touchdown one interception two sacks and a qbr of 60 but you know what i'll say that for a little bit less guys i'm gonna bring you in let's talk about the game what did we like and what did we not like you could point you could pick wherever target storyline you want with the cheese with the broncos Obviously, you know I'll start it off. Russell Wilson is cooked. I think we all I think we all can come to the agreement. Russell Wilson yeah. is cooked. Absolutely. Burnt. Hundred percent. Burnt. And there's no coming back from this. I agree. A hun- under a hundred passing yards in a game you were trailing where you're throwing the ball a lot. He just was not good. Two interceptions, one of my big takeaways from the game. Travis Kelsey, that ankle's not bothering him. He had nine receptions, mm-hmm. nine targets, 124 yeah, Taylor yards. Taylor Swift wasn't bothering him either. Isaiah Pacheco had 62 yards on the ground. So the Chiefs did look good, even though they didn't win big against that poor Denver defense the past couple of weeks. But a win's a win. A win is a win, Chris. Russell's cooked. Sean Payton is – they brought Sean Payton in. You see, they, after for firing Nathaniel Hack, you see they could salvage what was left of Russell Wilson. And let's not forget, they traded a lot of assets to get Russell. Russell wanted to be the guy. Well, he's been the bum. Was it been like three first? What was it, like three first round picks or something? Oh, like like in three, the yeah. It was a lot. Like three or four or something and, like that. And this is this is a Broncos formula. They did it with Peyton. It paired, it paired, it. It uh it turned out well for them. They got to two Super Bowls. They won a Super Bowl. Peyton still had enough gas in the tank, and you had a great defense. But in this case, you have no great defense. You don't really have a great quarterback. You don't got a great offense. And the coach, listen, Sean Sean Payton is a Hall of Fame uh, coach, but this might it might be time to move on as well for him. The funny thing is that they state that that last year they fired Nathaniel Hackett 
thinking that he was the problem. It's Russell Wilson. It's not. It wasn't Nathaniel Hackett at all. I I, I don't know. Like this it's, is going to be studied. In between. This is going to be studied. Like a thirty for thirty will be done on Russell Wilson. I think he'll get two. Yeah. You never Ooh. see this where a player just falls off without an injury. This is a massive. This is an dive. insane dip in production in. One year and from 2021 to last season. My best friend's a Seahawks fan. We had this conversation this morning and we talked about it. Is that even when he was with Pete Carroll, and this is after the because a lot of people say there was the Legion of Boom that carried Russell Wilson, set, which is not which is true, which is somewhat true. But even after the Legion of Boom broke up, or you could say Pete Carroll and him forced them out, forced them out of Seattle, Russell was still putting up numbers. He was Russell was he wasn't putting like like MVP like caliber number, but he was putting up. Consistent numbers of a 500 team that gets you to a playoff. Now, he wanted to be the guy. That was the story. That was the rumor that he wanted to be the face of the franchise, the guy. He wanted to be the offensive play caller. He moved, He forces his way out Seattle, gets to Denver, and the Colorado fans, only th- all they got to cheer for is the Denver Nuggets and the Buffaloes because they can't cheer for the Broncos because Russell Wilson has been nothing for them. Which brings me to a com- conversation Excuse me. Are they are Sean Payton and Russell Wilson right for each other? No, no, no. Because no. when you take what's a look, the, like what's the issue? Because Sean Payton, I, maybe maybe because now nah, I'm looking at Sean Payton. Maybe because because you had Drew Brees with you. That's why you look so good. Yeah, and also when you take a look at Russell Wilson, it just seems like his persona is. Everyone when they were winning in Seattle with the Legion of Boom, and even after the Legion of Boom, Josh, you touched on this. Russell Wilson was a very good quarterback, mm-hmm. and I think people put up with that personality in he, Denver. He is not like I'm in starting Denver. To see that he wasn't too. liked in Seattle. I don't think he's very well liked in Denver. I'm starting to there see that too. There was some reports, or there was a confirmed report that he had his own office in the Denver Broncos office? facility, like, like, a, like, like an office, like his own personal office. Like he which, got a view and all that yeah. in the mountains. That's yep. crazy. And, That's crazy. Um, I just don't think Sean Payton, you know, kind of an old school coach, Drew Brees. You know, everything's all structured. I just don't think Sean Payton really likes Russell Wilson, and I don't really think Sean Payton understood what he was getting into mm-hmm. with this Broncos job. He called out Hackett. So, you know, preseason it was all Hackett was the reason that they were horrible. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not I'm not saying – I think Hackett deserves some responsibility. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But because we all thought coming into the season that Sean Payton was going to be able to fix – Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson was going to go back to looking like Seattle Russell Wilson. Now I'm looking at even Pete Carroll different. I'm, I got new respect for Pete Carroll because it's like you took Geno Smith, who everybody thought was a bust, who everybody thought was done, brought him back to a consistent, good starting quarterback who team was going to make the playoffs. So I'm like, all right, Russ, like it may be time for you to walk off into the sunset for whatever left of because your I think your career is unsalvageable and they are stuck the Denver Broncos they are stuck in that contract they're paying him so much money he's got a lot they gave up so much capital that might be the most screwed franchise in the NFL you know we talk a lot about bad teams but you know Caleb Williams is not in the Broncos future even can they can they if they get the number one seed can they still not the number one seed the number one draft can they still draft him well do they have the number one pick in 2024 or did they give that up even They're right, They're right. further so, down the road to Seattle? So it's it would take a lot of maneuvering. So, yeah, they, they invested a lot. They thought Russell can be that next quarterback. Because how old is Russell? 30, 35. 35? So he got there, what, 34? Yep. They thought Russell could be that quarterback till he was 40. And it looks like that that tenure might be cut short. 
And I don't know who you go pick up if you're st- maybe go get Kirk Cousins a try. I, not Kirk I don't know Cousins, who's uh, taking Russell Wilson. Carson Wentz. I had a brain fart. Carson Wentz. Well, you could probably they could probably pick they up Kirk, Kirk Cousins too because Kirk Cousins maybe like he Matt might Ryan. be done. Nah, he's done. I think I like him in the broadcast. <laughs> I like him in the broadcast. But some quarterbacks deserve to be in the broadcast booth, but Matt Ryan's want to let that, that man stay in the broadcast booth. But um, yeah, but it, it's it's a, it's a lot of question marks. So I I don't we could talk about the Chiefs. They have a lot of question marks. That offense did not look good against that terrible Denver defense. Nine, uh, 19 points. Honestly, I thought they were going to put up 50. I, I honestly thought they were going to put up 50. Yeah, me too. I mean, Patrick Mahomes threw the ball 40 times. The running game is not there for this team. But that's not that's always kind of been an issue with Kansas City, especially with the Andy Reid offense, that their running game is not there. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is one of their second leading rusher behind P- uh, Pacheco. Pacheco. Pacheco, thank you. Isaiah Pacheco for 62, and Pat is going to have 31. I'm like, and Tony had 96. I mean, it's not it's not terrible. It's not great either, but it's not it's, – it's their running game is all over the place. Their receivers, still question mark because they don't have – outside of Travis Kelsey, who I think may emerge as the number one, but I never really saw him as the number one because they had Tyreek Hill Well, because when your offense is built around the tight end – you don't look as explosive. So no. when you had Tyreek Hill, you were able to just get offense within yeah. 20 seconds. Just bomb the Tyreek 70 yards down the field, boom, we score. With Kelsey as your one, and you don't have great wide receiving weapons. They don't. The offense does look worse, and there are some games where it's going to be really tough, especially with some injuries on a short week. You just don't look very sharp on offense, and if you just don't have that big wide receiver where you can get juice from, it worked because they won the Super Bowl last year. But they had Tyreek Hill. So there oh, are, no, they lost Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yep. They had, ju- but they had was, Juju who could, right. who could explode even when you focus on uh, Tyreek. Go ahead, Chris. That's, that's why they should have got D Hop in the offseason. That's why they should. He would, they, help. Think, you they, think? He would have helped a lot. But how much would they? Who the, where D Hop that now? Tennessee. 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 I believe, He's rotting in Tennessee. They. He's uh, Derek. DeAndre Hopkins is rotting in Tennessee right now. He is rotting in but Tennessee. But how much do you think he's rotting in Tennessee because the offense stinks, or do you think he is washed I, himself? I, no, it's I don't because think of the washed. offense. I think it's the offense. The offense. the offense. I think Tannehill is not a good quarterback at all. He has flashes, but he is not consistently no. good. A lot of people wanted, I think, honestly, yo, Dallas, I think Dallas wouldn't have looked as bad as they are if they had D Hopkins because I don't think I CD is a, is a true number one as of yet. I'm not saying he can't be a number one, but it's kind of like the Eagles. A.J. Brown's the number one receiver. Then you got Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith yeah, yeah. who's number two. Devontae Smith will eventually merge as number one soon, maybe soon rather than later, but... Right now, it's just like not every not every young receiver is a true number one as of yet. They have to develop. You can't become a number one after one or two seasons. That takes time. So that's why when Cowboys losing Amari Cooper hurt them, and now they don't they didn't go pick up D Hop. They go picked up somebody else. Brandon from, Cooks. Brandon Cooks were from Houston. Correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, and for he, like a six round pick or something. Yeah, and it, he wasn't for like, like nothing. No. Yeah, he hasn't done anything. And, he hasn't and I also showed think up. being a big elite wide receiver who can play on the outside and you can just shred corners. Whether it's press or obviously they throw zones, but having that big number one receiver who could just go over the top and grab a ball just does so much for an offense. And that Josh, your point, C D Lamb, he's great, but he plays in the slot. You can't right. kill corners in the slot the way you can if you play outside. Not only not only that, it frees up everybody else. When some when your number one is struggling and they let's say double team him, triple team him. Etc. I got a safety on top of them. Linebackers everywhere. 
that frees up the tight ends. That frees up the number twos and number threes, and they can eat off the plate now. And now your offense is clicking. But when the number twos and number threes are struggling and the number one, you ain't going nowhere. Right. And we saw that from the San Francisco game with Dallas. Um, moving on, obviously the Chiefs got a couple tough game, got a, a couple tough games ahead of them. They got the Broncos again. That's, that'll be uh, October 29th at Denver. They got Chargers, which is going to be a relatively tough game because the Chargers offense is explosive. They might choke it away, but they are explosive. Dolphins, NFL Network, 9.30 a.m. I think that's the Germany game or uh, Europe, Europe game because that's very early. Somewhere Eagles, there. Raiders, Packers, Bills. Yo, their next, like, six is dangerous. And I do think, you know, we're worried about the Chiefs offense right now. They'll probably figure it out, mm-hmm. maybe even as early as next week, although I do think the Chargers are a pretty good team. But this Chiefs offense, they stink. But they, they'll only stink for maybe one week or two in a 17-game season. So I think they'll be fine. I think the long rest, because, you know, obviously Sunday to Thursday, short week, but now Thursday to next Sunday against the Chargers, I think that's going to do a lot for Travis Kelsey's injury. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be fine. I have a hard time believing Andy can they get right. the Can they get the Kelsey. running game going? Because they're going to need that deeper to go into the season. That it gets cold up at Kansas bit, City. I was, that was shocking, Pacheco at under four yards per carry against one of the worst rushing defenses. Yeah, so I, but they threw the ball 40 times. So it's, it's either like Andy Reid is just going gun gunslinger heavy right now, or he's not paying attention to the run game. Because you're going to need the. I'm, you I'm, will. I'm big on the fundamentals. No matter how much the game changes, the fundamentals are always still the same. Come playoff time, you need to be able to run the ball, especially when you have big leads early. You know, exactly. Twenty one to seven, twenty eight to fourteen. We saw the Chargers last season. Why they blow that Jacksonville game? Because as great as Austin Eckler is as a pass catcher, he can't run in between the right. tackles yeah. with great efficacy and. They had to throw the ball with Herbert and they choke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stick. I want to move on from. A, I want to move on to a different quarterback to another quarterback, and this he kind of made he, he kind of made a little bit headlines this past Sunday. That was Lamar Jackson. Now, everybody's been talking on their little sports on their sports shows, sports radio shows. Lamar Jackson has been not great, but how much is that on the receivers, and how much of that is on him? A lot of it's the receivers, especially Sunday's game against Pittsburgh. They had like. They had, oh, they seven, had a lot. eight drops, maybe. They more. look like I ain't gonna lie. They look like me out there. They look <laughs> yeah. like me out there. And I, there was hold up because here's the thing. I didn't notice this until they did Monday countdown. They had like you know how the ESPN got like their can like their recorders and cameraman yeah. out there. They had uh, the receivers coach was throwing rugby footballs at the receivers, and I'm like, talk. That's not. I didn't even need to hear the rest of the story to know that's a terrible idea. That's a terrible a rugby football because now if you ever seen a rugby football audience, yeah. it's big. Like you gotta you gotta spread your hands wide versus a foot, regular NFL football where it's narrow and you keep your hands tight. So and I'm looking at and you watch the receivers like on the highlights, their 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 hands are like almost like four inches, three inches apart. So it's like the ball's going through them. <laughs> I, now excuse <laughs> Aguilar. Now Aguilar did make drops, but that's nothing new. We all knew Ag. We all know Aguilar makes drops. <laughs> Keep it pushing, Chris. Focus on the task at hand. Don't, don't try. <laughs> Focus on the task at hand. But again, like, and he did, and Lamar, I'm not excusing Lamar because Lamar did have a couple fumbles. He's got to hold on to the ball. But I, maybe they can figure out, but them receivers got to get, 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 get the football. And another one that's Cook, Odell Buckham. Gone. Yep. Cook. I think we all kind of thought, hey, yeah, Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, he may come back and look good. But He's old. He's coming off the ACL. He just doesn't look explosive. Zay Flowers looks like the more explosive and better wide receiver there. Yeah, he looks he's like younger. the one Love him. rookie tight end Mark Andrews. So 
the experiment with Odell. If you need receivers, I can understand it if you're the Ravens, but it's just I it's got, fun, it's course. I got killed this past summer when they picked up Odell, and I said, yo, if I'm Lamar, I'm still asking. I'm not signing. I'm leaving. Because there's no way you got, for that. You, got the same me, thing. you got me throwing the ball to Odell Beckham Jr., and I said back then he was cooked. And I'm like, yo, I got to deal with Jamar chasing Joe Burrow, who hasn't looked the best, but they're starting to get their get yeah. their clicking yep. together. And Jamal put up mad fantasy points the other day. 52. He was he was truly a 7-Eleven, always open. <laughs> and then you got Amari Cooper in um Cleveland. Cleveland. P- Pittsburgh is figuring things out, but I like I like uh Pickens. That's his name, right? Pickens? Yeah, George Pickens. George Pickens. I do like him. And I think they're still they're gonna figure things out. But I'm like, yo, if I'm Lamar, like dog, I'm throwing to Odell Beckham who hasn't had a full season since the Giant days, who has not looked the best since the Giant days when he had Eli throwing the football to him. And everybody brings up that L.A. Rams run. Okay, that was a nice little run, but he also had Cooper Cup on the other side. Odell has not been a number one receiver since 20, what, 15? 2016. 2016 when he made the Giant days, yeah. And, yeah. and I do think a lot of his Cleveland days were just the poor quarterback play of Baker Mayfield. But to your point, yes, Odell Beckham Jr. just does not have the juice to be a top 20, top 30 receiver in the NFL. I do think there are at least 30 receivers that you would I rather have I said he Odell. wasn't even right. in my top 20, and people killed me for that. And I said, yo, no, just you watch. You, you just watch. Uh, this is not the end of our football conversation. There's a lot more to get to. And obviously, once we're done football, we're going to get straight to the Phillies. Obviously, they're moving on. Chris, you got a lot of stuff. You got some stuff that I know you got to say. And then we're going to be taking a look at a basketball. But before we go to break, let's take a look at the WGLS campus calendar. Rowan University Department of Public Safety would like to remind everyone in the Rowan community about the importance of pedestrian safety, especially while crossing Route 322. Pedestrians traveling along the Chamberlain Student Center construction site are urged to follow all caution signs and avoid directly walking onto the highway. And motors who fail to stop for pedestrians face serious fines. Please follow state law and stop for pedestrians. For questions about public safety, call 856-256-4922. This campus calendar is brought to you by Ron Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM, your source for campus news and information. Join me, Gina, every Sunday from 7 to 10 a.m. for the Sunday Sounds of Music. I'll bring you all the toe-tapping hits of the Great White Way that will have you singing along in no time. Who wants to sing show tunes? Plus, I'll have Broadway news, blocks of Broadway, and tickets to some of the hottest shows around. That's the Sunday Sounds of Music with me, Gina, every Sunday, right here on your station for the Broadway music that matters, Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council.
Welcome back to Raw Radio 89.7 WGLS FM. We are still doing all sides. My name is Josh Counts. I am here with Chris Gazilla. I said it correctly. And Tom Hill. See, I got your mom and dad proud of me now. <laughs> but we are not done with our football talk, ladies and gentlemen. There are some rumors and some reports going on. We're going to be taking a look around the league. First off, the Swifties. The NF, the Kansas City Chiefs, aka the NFL, is currently four and zero. She's been in every game, so I'm officially in that. She, they, they're dating. There's no rumor, no more. They're dating. They're official. It's annoying, man. It is annoying. I'm gonna let you get your balls off because I got a joke I want to say. <laughs> get your balls I lo- off, though. I, lo- I love Travis Kelsey and I love Taylor Swift, but they gotta stop showing her every time he does something. It's he not ha- when he does something; it's when anybody does anything. Right. Pacheco had a touchdown in, against the Jets when he was doing yeah. the, the Uzi, <laughs> and they show and they show in the press box. She's not even in the game. <laughs> not even in the game. The joke, the, the joke I'm about to say is like somebody posted this on the top. Like somebody reposted it because somebody said, "Yeah, y'all remember when the players were taking knees and we we didn't want to see that either." Now, now, this, now y'all know how we now we know how we feeling with the Swifties. I was like, "Dang, that's true." Wow. I was like, "Dang, that is so true." That is, that I get it. True. <laughs> like wow. I don't want to see Taylor Swift anymore either. Like I'm done. I don't care if she's at the games. Fine, you gotta show the celebrity, whatever. But dog, every quarter, every minute, the, I'm trying to watch the game. I want to watch the game. Like, I'm not even a Taylor Swift fan, and I get it. She brings in this large demographic of 18, 96, 18, a 13s to 50 year old women and men, and she's a pop star. She's a major. And men. <laughs> there are some dudes I know that listen to Taylor Swift. That's the thing. So, like, I, I get it. it and, you're, and if you're the NFL, I'm scared that Usher might have the break. They might break. They might break Usher's ankle. <laughs> I'm serious. That was another joke, though. They said they might break Usher's ankle. Don't be surprised if you hear Usher twisted his ankle during a, a practice run, <laughs> and Taylor Swift is going to have to come fill in like she's a backup. Yeah, it's like an injury report for a big game. <laughs> like Usher's a game time decision for that. Uh, uh, but I want to move on from Taylor Swift. I want to oh, talk man. about the Dallas Cowboys. Man, that was a beatdown. That was Ugh. that was bad. And Dak Prescott, that is officially, I think, 0-4 against this 49ers. He has never beat them as a starter. And, okay, it's one thing to lose. I don't care if you lose. I'd rather you win, but I don't care if you lose. My thing is, if you lose, the other team made a great play that you just couldn't stop. The other team made a last-second field goal that you couldn't stop. It's one thing to get outplayed. On both facets, defense and offense. Purdy defense, cooked them. Purdy Four touchdown cook, passes. Yes. I'm I think the defense I I'm I'm not I'm yo, the defense I'm gonna give the defense a pass. Because at they've the been end, winning games they've for been, them all year. They, they they're the reason they're winning games. Yep. It ain't Dak Prescott, it ain't no. CeeDee Lamb, it ain't Pollard. It's the defense. The defense creates turnovers and scores. The I defense. Mean, you gotta figure the defense so the Cowboys are three and two. You gotta figure the defense has won them the jet game. The Patriot game, the Giant game, so that's their wins. Yeah, five games so far, their wins have been the defense. Their losses have been Dak play quarterback for us, make plays for us, and he can't, and he can't, and he can't. And I'm glad you said that because there was a rumor, a report that Dak Prescott could be looking for an extinction, an extinction, or or a raise, like you know. And I'm like, dog. Jerry Jones have got to has got to be and there's always Jerry just like Jerry's like to take care of the players he drafted, et cetera, et cetera. Sure, everybody loves to play for Jerry Jones because right. he take care of his player. But yo, for this one time, you gotta be the biggest fool on earth to re-sign Dak Prescott. Dak 
Prescott is not good. Dak Prescott is not a top 10 quarterback. Dak Prescott's not even top 20. Dak Prescott is a tier 3 quarterback. Yes, I'm doing. I'm saying the same thing that Steve Smith said. We're going to talk about that too. But he's a tier 3 quarterback. He is a bum. He can be a starter, but you he cannot start for a super for a Super Bowl caliber team. He chokes. He freezes up. They were calling that man Whack Prescott on the timeline. They called him Mitch McConnell. They do you know what Dak Prescott and Mitch McConnell have in common? No. They both freeze up in big moments. When the lights are too bright, they freeze up. Yeah, fifty one point six QBR, three picks, hundred and fifty three passing yards. He was sacked three times. This is where it's 13. tough for Dallas every single time. I thought, every, I thought it was 13 he got sacked. I think really? he got sacked 13. 13, wow. 13 times. Every single time we want to put Dallas in these, I don't put know, them the in the tier one I'm team. Not, I'm not, I don't put them you in. You have to hold them off I don't, because of this quarterback. I don't. And it's like because it's it's the quarterback and coach. That's why I said I gave the defense a pass. If we're talking about defense, and you got to put them tier Boy, one. Oh yeah, tier oh, one. Oh yeah, tier one. Because if we're talking de- about general, no. The tier defense, three. like the defense, keeps them in the game. The defense was out there fighting themselves. It was basically, it was basically defense versus offense and the other team's defense. If they, if the defense didn't play like they did, they did against the Giants. The Giants would have won. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, if the defense didn't play the way they played against the Jets, if the defense didn't play the way they played against the Patriots, they would have won. These right. are, these are, those are winnable games for the other teams. And the defense could not do anything. Now, they probably show for the Sunday, well, excuse me, Monday night game against Chargers. But the question is, who's my, what's my quarterback going to show up? What's, what's my quarterback going to show up? They have to... Th- they have to consider down the line starting Trey Lance. It's, I, it's said well, it's I said that. I said that. So here's where it gets it's tough. So what do you do if you're... Jerry Jones and you let the him Dallas walk. Cowboys. You can't yeah, but trade then him. Who is what, your, you can't trade him at right, the end right of the now. season. No, you can't trade Dak because he has a no trade clause he in his contract. No so then what would you do you if gotta you wanted to move him. on from you, quarterback? You gotta bench but your him. team is too good if you're the Dallas Cowboys to tank for one of these kids in college. Well, no, so no, who do you sign? You sign Kirk Hang on, hang on. I'm not going to say tank too because that was a funny joke too because the joke on the time I said they said they're going to tank for the primetime boys. They're going to tank for Shador next year. But no, you don't tank. I, I don't. I don't think you tank because your team is not built to tank just yet. Your defense right. is your too de- good, and your defense got way too it's much. It's way pride. too good, and way they're young, good. talented. That's and you got and you paid most of those dudes, so they're locked up, and you want to. And they're like, it's a win now feeling. You only got two teams in front of you. It's not like the entire NFL is entire. The conference is stacked in terms of the NFC. It's only San Francisco and Eagles. But the thing and is, Detroit. I would, I would still put the. I would take Detroit. I think Detroit has shown me. I, yeah. That's tough. That offense, that's that tough. coach, their defense does look good now. I remember telling that you. That is tough. I remember telling you. You did. You did. I remember telling Bruce you. Did if say if that. they play the way they did, they can make an NFC championship. I've been telling you. They've yeah, been looking good. That. And honestly, I I would still give the a Dallas of the ahead, but at the end of the day, I see what you're saying with Detroit because I trust Jared Goff more than I trust Dak Prescott. Oh yeah. So and the, the thing about where was I? They, yeah, they can't trade him. So he gets got the no trade clause. So right. you either got to buy him out of his contract, or you got to force him to. Uh, you got. When, when is his contract up? Because he got to get the extension. He, he could probably walk if he doesn't get the extension. Two years, I think. You got to just two. two years. You just got to bench him. Don't. One or two years. I have. I have no clue. You got. While we search that, but what I'm going to say is that when that game was uh, over after this year, it's just one. Okay. So he signed he's, a four-year before 2021, so okay. he's in the third of the four. Okay. So you can so get next out of it next after se- next season. So next season is the last season. Yep. Okay, so Jerry Jones, 
most likely won't get rid of him this season. If Next all the season. Cowboy fans, and I know this because I'm close to a bunch of them, they're my family, so for God's sake. Mine too. I They said, yo, my father looked at me and said, yo, he is trash. <laughs> I said he's trash for years. I know, a lot of Cowboy fans on my timeline all saying the same thing. These are, Even the delusional ones are saying he's trash. You had the dude on Sunday Night Football with the cell phone all dressed up in his cowboy gear. They, The joke was, yo, he was reporting a murder case. He was reporting a murder. And it's the, always in big games against good teams. Always. He, always. He, he really is just Kirk Cousins. Oh, my gosh. Wow. He's it's really Kirk Cousins. Cousins. I was gonna, Kirk Cousins again. I was going to call him the James Harden of the NFL, but then I, I apologize no, to James Harden because yeah. James Harden will at least show up in the show up in the regular season. James right. Harden was at least a 30-10 and 10 guy in, in the regular season. Yeah. But Dak Prescott is Can't show up a, in the playoffs nope. or in the regular season. So what what good are you, dog? Like, Michael Persons is literally in the practice over the summer. They was like, yo, there was a report that Michael Persons was getting in Dak Prescott's face that he was tackling him. Like, dog, you got to step up. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta show us what you got. You gotta be a top five QB. Right. Dallas wins their games when they can run the football and play great defense. Right. But when you need Dak to carry you, as we've said, you're going here to these need last him. couple of minutes. You're gonna need him, but he's just not gonna deliver. Good question for you guys. Goes up. What's when, up? When do you think it's time to put Jay Lance in? I thought. At, at, I what, thought, at what point do we say it's it's time to let go of Dak and just? I start think Trey this. Lance. I don't know if I it'll think get this. that bad. No, I think it's that bad. I think it's that bad. Dak hasn't. Dak hasn't looked good in weeks. He hasn't. So that's, that, yeah. Let, that's let, the let's problem. keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. He looked terrible against the Cardinals. They needed him to win that game. He looked terrible. He looked terrible against the 49ers. That was a must-win game. Now you got the Chargers at L.A. If he looks terrible there. Dog, Dallas might burn itself to the ground if he looks terrible against the Chargers. <laughs> because it, it's not, they're already getting ready. The pitchfork's ready because they already know the story. They st- they know how this movie ends. It's the same sequel every year with the same ending. You ever seen a TV show or a movie yeah. like that? It sucks. It's garbage. And they know, okay, they're not winning the division because Philly's winning the division. If, God forbid, something happens to Jalen Hurts. They're the Yankees. Yeah. That's what they are. They yeah. are the Yankees. A big brand. Can't win. Can't win. They haven't won since the 90s. Nope. The Yankees haven't won since 2009, I think. You haven't been to the NFC Championship since the 90s. Your, your ceiling has been the divisional, which is going to be the ceiling again this year. They have four playoff wins since their last ring. Oh, or three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Romo didn't win that many playoff games either. No, he didn't. Oh, my gosh. Yo, this team is... I feel bad for my dad, man. I have a staff for you real quick. In five weeks, he has thrown four, four interceptions. He led the league in interceptions last right. year, too. And remember the meme that was like he said that he's not going to leave the league in, in, in interceptions this uh, year? Yeah. He might he, do he, it he, by he week might. eight. He might. So, and look at the rest of the let's, – let's look at the next game, obviously. Chargers, Rams, Eagles, Giants, Panthers, Commanders, Seahawks. The they're going to steamroll the Giants, so. Let's, they're going to steamroll the game. So, yeah, steamroll the Giants. They might, they're going to steamroll the Panthers, too. I'll say that. Oh, 100%. So, they might lose that. their next five games. Because the next, that's five or seven they might lose. With that team and that defense, that's like, I I honestly can't believe that a defense that good could lose that many games because of their quarterback in 2023 and still be a great team. You lost the Mr. Irrelevant. I'm I'm saying that in a joking manner because Brock Purdy was the last pick of the draft. But Brock Purdy has stepped up and he He looks good. He looks very good. Very good. He threw better balls than Dak Prescott. I think it's. I think we're getting to the point now, and I understand it's early in his career still, but I think we're getting to the point where we are 
moving slowly, but we are moving Brock Purdy from game manager in a great system to a really good game manager who's smart and borderline top 10. And that's the thing that people, the Cowboy fan, wanted from Dak Prescott. Brock Purdy might emerge as a superstar quarterback along with Jalen Hurts and Patrick Holmes. We, the jury is still out, but we'll, he's coming. He's getting up there. Dak Prescott hasn't even emerged as a great game manager. No, he's not. And he, I, I'm like, dog, you got to like – they also got to play the Dolphins and the Bills <laughs> like and the Lions, which is going to be like December 30th. That could 30th. be three losses. Oh, my gosh, dude. They're going to make the playoffs by default, I would say. They, again, they're not winning the division because I got Philly winning the division. Yeah. So, in my head, it's probably going to be unless, unless – I don't know if Philly plays the 49ers, and I think Philly, we're going to, Philly's been a little bit luck, lucky in some of their wins, so they might take an L here and there. But the top two seeds might be Philly in San Francisco. Correct me if I'm wrong. Then you got the rest of the division winners, which will probably be Seattle and Detroit, depending yeah. on where they yep. see that. So if you're Dallas, you're probably going to have to play one of the four teams in and the wild. NFC South, maybe Tampa sneaks Tampa, in. Tampa, yes. Yeah. I would say Tampa. Yeah, Tampa would definitely probably sneak in. I don't I don't like how the Saints look. I don't like how the Carolina Panthers look. Or Atlanta. Or Atlanta is still trying to figure things out. So Tampa, I think it's about Tampa by default. So you're, they could beat Tampa. Maybe. But if they end up running against Detroit and Seattle, that's a wild that's and that's in a wild card round, you're out. You're out. And then if you run up against the divisional, got guess who you're seeing again? George Kittle, uh, Fred Warner, who owns part ownership of Dak Prescott because he beats him all the time. You got Jalen Hurts and company in the link. Nick Yo, you're not you're not beating you're not beating these two teams. No. You're not. And now like and you asked again, when are they gonna put Trey Lanson? I think it you gotta put Trey Lance by the start. At least see what Trey Lance got. I want I was I said during the Niners game after when the start of the fourth quarter came and it was the game was already over by that. I said put Trey Lance. Yep. They put Cooper Rush in. I would say like and the crowd was saying Trey. I was like yo put Trey Lance in. See what you got. See what you gotta work on because you don't we don't know what Trey Lance is capable of because he doesn't get enough playing time. Well, but the 49ers, think about it this way though. They drafted him with the third overall pick and traded up to draft him. Mr. Irrelevant, a couple years later, or actually one year later, one year later than Lance. Well, Trey Lance got hurt. Trey Lance did get hurt, but now it's Brock Purdy, and Kyle Shanahan shows Purdy over Lance, and now Lance is a Cowboy. So, yes, he hasn't played a lot, even I'm, dating back to I'm sorry, college. I'm, not, I'm sorry, because I just want to say one thing. That trade to me told me everything I needed to know with Dak Prescott. That the clock, that that was the start of the, the clock. clock but the clock it was ticking right there. With doesn't that trade. tell. It told you about Dak Prescott. It tells me about Trey Lance. What does that tell you? It tells me that there is no that the San Francisco 49ers, the team that traded up their assets to move up in the draft to draft Trey Lance okay. third overall. They gave up multiple first round picks for him. They did, and within two years. Despite only playing in two games, they got rid of him and chose the guy that they spent the last draft pick the next year, Brock Purdy. And they said, Brock's our guy, not Trey. We don't care about trading Trey to another team in the NFC because we do not think he can play quarterback at an NFL level. That's interesting. I don't really know what to say to that, only because I feel like when you had Brock Purdy, you got to ride with the lightning, and Brock Purdy just showed you what he can. Brock Purdy hasn't lost a game yet since he started. Still undefeated. So that tells the me, games like, that he ends healthy. Yeah. Yeah, like the games when he's healthy. So with Trey, he's always injury prone, but you still got to see what you got. Or you put Cooper Rush in just because Cooper Rush is five and one as a Cowboy, 
And during that back, during he when he was back breast that uh that back up when Dak got hurt, la- I believe it was last year. Yeah. Right. I was saying he looked yo, good. Cooper looked, looked good okay. against, was, the, against the Eagles. He looked good. Yeah, yeah that I Sunday was, night game they almost yeah. won on I, the road. I, I literally said, yo, you might as well just leave Cooper in to see what you got. So Dak is a hundred percent. Because I looked at it as the Colin Kaepernick story when Smith went, Alex Smith went down, Cat went in, they started winning games. Ultimately, that got to the ultimately got to the Super Bowl until they uh, they only needed one play and they lost. Ultimately, unfortunately, but I was like, yo, Rod with Cooper Rush, the team is behind him. You could you could make some noise. Sometimes the backup quarterbacks can lead you to a championship game. We've seen it many times with Kurt Warner. But we're gonna move on from football and get straight to the diamond to the MLB where the Phillies are on their way to the A. Um, excuse me, I'm about to say A. The NLCS for this it's too many letters. Like to the NLCS <laughs> to the NLCS. For the second straight year, where the Phillies knock off, excuse me, the Braves. I mean, what is there to say about the Phillies, man? They are built for the playoffs. I said this on 10th inning. They are the baseball version of the Miami Heat. They are a very good team Mm. in the regular season. They turn it up in the postseason in October. They're built well with pitching. Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, yep. Ranger Suarez. If he can give you five every single time he's on the mound, that's good. Their bullpen is very good. Oh, bullpen! I good. like Rob yep. Thompson as a manager. He does make some dumb decisions, but I like him. Their offense. I mean, we can talk about this. Oh, Bryce dude. Harper, Trey Turner, Cat- Castellanos. Oh my God! Yo, with him, dude. JT Real Muto. Two homo- two homers last night, yesterday. Yep, off of Strider, both of them. Oh my! Did you guys see that stat with Castellanos? He could be. He became the first player in postseason history to have multiple I saw two that. home run game. Uh, I saw that. In second straight year, the Braves are bounced early by the it's, same it's team. Insane. I'm. I'm glad you brought that up because now my question is, what's next for the Braves? What it's can tough they do? Because you, you're you're built so well in the regular season. They had the best offense arguably ever in the regular season. Yeah. And Ronald Acuna Jr. had an MVP type season. He'll 40 be top 40, three, right? 40, 70. 40, Get 70 wow. stolen bases and. They had a great pitching staff. Spencer Strider is their ace. Max Fried's very good, even that though he was bo- hurt most that, of the that year. That pitching team showed up last night. It just like the Philly just outplayed them at the end of the day, but that pitching team showed up. That's why it's tough when when we, you know, after a team gets eliminated, we think what went wrong or what should they do for the next season. If you're the Braves, it's just we just didn't produce. We didn't perform against our rivals second straight year. You know, with the Dodgers, you can be like, oh, well, they need pitching. Baltimore, they need pitching. Mm-hmm. Some of these other teams, you know, you I'm, need a bat. We're going to talk pitching. about the Dodgers and the, the pitching. In the with the Braves, team. it's just it was just a collapse. You got beat, and so let me help me, sir. I watched the game. Help me, help me, help my my, my mind. They, the Braves had two opportunities to win that game. They had bases loaded. I believe it was uh, top of the seventh. Yep. yep. Bases loaded. They had uh, what's my homeboy name? Uh, Acuna. 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 On, uh, up at batting, Craig Kimbrell Acuna. on the mound. Yes, Acuna. Acuna Jr. I got it right here. He hits a deep one center field. Then the uh, the rookie gets it. Uh, Rojas. 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 Thank you. I got his name. And right he here. almost lost it. It looked like he lost. It I for thought a that second. was. I ain't gonna lie. I thought that was a home run. Yeah, that stadium. There was a clip on Instagram. That stadium went dead silent for like the. 
three seconds the ball was up in the air. I and thought then when that he, was gone. I thought that was either gone or off the top of the wall, and that would have changed the entire that's, that's game grand slam. and series. That's 4-3. That's 4-3. That's 4-3. Four. That's that's four, three. Six, oh, 6-3. Six, no, excuse me. Four, I think. Because it was 1-3 one, it was, it was at that point. Oh, then it would have been 5-3. to three. Yep. Yeah. That's So, yeah, it had been 5-3. And then bottom of the ninth. I'm not bottom of the Excuse me. Top of the ninth. Two runners on base. First and third. For, and zero outs. No outs, yep. No outs. Shout out to the uh, final pitcher of the Phillies. I believe it was Stram. Str- Matt Strom, yep. Strom, yeah, thank you, Strom. Strom pitched. <laughs> yo, in that moment, dude, my, yo, I'm like, yo, there's no. I'm like, the pressure that you got to feel on the pitchers, on the pitchers now, two runners on base, one on third, one on first. All he needs is one good. I mean, hold on. All he needs is one good hit. You can get two mm-hmm. runs in. That ties up the game. And he got two outs and two pitches. Two He's got two fly balls to left and then yeah. on Grissom. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, to save uh, the season, that's unbelievable. Yes. Yes. And now. I thought for the second one they were going to send um, who, the guy who was on third home. And they didn't. Yeah, I saw that. I want to talk about yeah, that too. Kevin Pilar, that was the, the Acuna at bat. Yes, because I said it seemed like Acuna was signaling, uh, signaling home. Then I saw him wave his hand back. I'm like, no, no, you got to point him I back. I know he didn't get a good read, but that ball went all the way to the backstop. That could have been second and third, a run in 3 2. Right, then Acuna yes. up. You got to bring him in. You got to you got to get that run. I know you right. don't want to make the third out at the plate because but it, you know what reminds me of. It would have been close. It would not have been close. You know what reminds me? It reminds me of the Bryce Harper play at Atlanta in game uh, game two. Right. Yep. So I was like, you got to make that play. It's the, it's the opposite of Bryce Harper, actually. Yeah. Bryce had to stay at first. Here, Pilar had to go. Yeah. Now nah, you got to make that play. But Phillies, NLCS, taking on the Diamondbacks. I all right. Before we talk about the Diamondbacks, we got to talk about the Dodgers. That's another hundred win team who got bounced, but not just bounced, spanked, beat down, run amok, annihilated. All the word, big words that Stephen A. Smith would usually say. Heart take, saved. <laughs> hearts taken out their chest us clean sweep the brooms came out for BLA and man I I, I Kershaw I, Hall of Famer that was such a bummer he's a Hall a of Famer a third of an inning six earned runs Dude, they they had they pitching had, issues all year long but four, the Diamondbacks had four home runs in a single inning that's the MLB that's record unbelievable I think that was a tie for an MLB record, or maybe the MLB record. I'm not sure. I got to fact check that. But like, I, you I, can't win games with that staff. You, you were burning your pen out early in game two, early in game one. You know, Lance Lynn down two zero. We I, were having this talk on tenth inning where yeah. the Dodgers. And now it's easy for somebody like me or or all of us to have the conversation about the pitching. Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman did not hit. Yeah, those are your guys. You yeah. give money to those guys, they did not hit. And I know it's tough to sometimes knock hitters in the playoffs because, you know, the way you evaluate hitters in baseball is you do it over the 162. But in these short series, in these three games, it is a shame that you have to analyze these guys under a magnifying glass of three. Mm-hmm. But Mookie Betts and Freddie wanna, Freeman both didn't deliver. I want to bring up some stats on this last game with the Dodgers for the hitters. Mookie Betts, no hits, one strikeout. Freeman. One no hits and one strikeout. JD Martinez no hits, two strikeouts. Those are your those three. Are your guys. Those are your three best, top of the it. list. And you can't get one hit. Not one hit. And now I'm looking at Kershaw, and everybody brought up playoff Kershaw, which we all know he had. That is a that is a James Harden of the playoffs. 
That is a James Harden baseball and player. And he has earned that moniker over and, years. But and guys, his and career. It, and it felt like finally he got the monkey off the back when he won the World Series a couple years ago. And honestly, I I, I posed this. I put I put this in in my uh, in my game plan, my rundown. Is it time for Kershaw to retire? I think it, I think it is. Wasn't he? I think he was coming off an injury during during the game too, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was a minor injury. And when you take a look at Kershaw, he came back for one year. Mm-hmm. That one year being the 2023 season. He has his ring. I believe he's 35. I mean, he's still relatively 36. He's relatively still young. He's but still just... relatively young, but I think this feels like the time that you pack it in. If you're Clayton Kershaw, you've had injuries in the past. He's had. He's still a very good pitcher, but you don't have anything left to prove. You're a Hall of Famer. You have your ring. He's got a gold. Go he's got every kind of accolade that a pitcher could win. Cy Youngs, multiple. Yes, an MVP as a pitcher. Yes, I'm like, what else is left for you to prove? Because the only thing you were chasing was that ring, but you got it a couple of years ago, and you played garbage in that first game, like straight garbage. Didn't even get out of the first inning. Oh my God, dude, they had it was what six, six runs. It was before. six. It was six nothing by the time the first inning came. Came six to an end. Before, they, they couldn't even pass gas. I was like, yo, the, I thought I was bugging. I was like, this gotta be a that's gotta be a show score, right? There ain't no way that's the Dodger score. That's gotta be the show score. But I, again, I don't know. But now let's move on to the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks sweep L.A. One hundred one team. One of the best teams, I believe that was the that was the second scene in the, in the MLB. 84 wins. They going up against the Phillies at in Philadelphia, Red October. Phil, building's going to be a mess. Talk to me. What is Game One looking like for Diamondbacks in Phillies? Well, battle of the Zacks. It's Zach Gallen versus Zach Wheeler. So, should be a really low scoring Game One. It's two great pitchers on the mound. I think if you're a Philly fan, I think if you're the Phillies, you got to be careful with this Diamondback team because they can pitch mm-hmm. with Gallon and Merrill Kelly. They can hit too. I, they remind me a lot of last year's Phillies, a team that everyone knew the core could have been good, but would they all materialize at the same time? They did. They won a ser- They've won two series now. They play the Phillies in the CS. They can hit. Corbin Carroll is a phenomenal player. I like Christian Walker. I like Ketel Marte. They're two pitchers. Their bullpen is okay. It's not great. I think the Diamondbacks could make this a series, and I think they could win this series. I was about to ask that. In terms of who is like the favorite going into the series, Diamondbacks or Phillies? Have to, Phillies. Have to, have to be the Phillies. I'm about Phillies. To say, I'm, I do I'm think the Phillies, Phillies are a deeper team. Because it's, a, it's now the last is best of five. Now it's going to be best of seven, so yep. they got to win four in a row. Because now, again, first two games are at Red October in uh, Philly, which is hostile environment, tough place to win, hitter's paradise, which you brought, which I'm going to bring up too, what you said to hitters. I'm like, all right, can the can the Diamondback pitcher strike out Harper and company along with Castellano, Schwarber, and can the Diamondbacks hit and start get going? Because a lot of people are saying that's the best place for a hitter to hit is in Philadelphia. Well, and Dodger Stadium's a tougher building to hit in than Citizens Bank Park, you're not. So Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, I believe they went a combined one for 21 in the DS against Arizona. Mm -hmm. Bryce Harper and Trey Turner, if we just nominate those two, they're not going to go one for their first 21 in all likelihood. So can they get two great starts from Gallon and Merrill Kelly? You hope. 
Will it happen? It's a tough task. It's very for. tough. It is a very it's tough. very tough, especially on the road. All right, we're going to come back to that. Our baseball talk is not done because we still got to talk about the Astros and the Rangers and the ALCS. <laughs> I, I, see the, I heard the sigh. I can see the sigh. I feel the sigh. I know, uh, know and understand the feeling of that sigh, knowing that the Astros are going back for God knows how many straight years now. Seven. It's seven straight years of them going to the ALCS? Seven straight years. Oh, my. All right, we got to talk about that. But before we go to break, join Rowan Radio every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. for the Rowan University Concert Series. The Rowan University Concert Series features the very best performances by students and faculty of Rowan College of Performing Arts, recorded live on stage from our very own Wilson Concert Hall. Enjoy classical, opera, jazz, and more on the Rowan University Concert Series, Sunday mornings from 8 to 9 a.m., only on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. Also online at rawradio.com. favorite part of a TV show or movie is the soundtrack, then the Sunday matinee is a dream come true. I'm Ellen Hardy, and I'll be there for you every Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m. to bring you the best of television and movie soundtracks together into three hours of pure awesomeness. So don't you forget about me and the Sunday matinee every Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m. only here on Roan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. How was your drive to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to All Sides. I'm your host, Josh Counts, and I have in, I am in studio while Chris is just swimming for some reason while blinding lights is on. Is there any <laughs> reason to that? Because that just threw me off. Like I had a, I had my intro planned out, and you just threw me off with that swimming. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was just doing something. I was Stop just... disgracing Michael Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? You getting ready for the Olympics, man? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the diamond. Houston Naturals, seven straight years, ALCS appearances. They are taking on the Texas Rangers. Seven straight ALCS as it makes us sick to our stomachs. It does make us sick to our stomachs, but let's talk about this game. Astros beat the Minnesota Twins 3-1. They finished, uh, final score of the game was 3-2. I mean, I, I, I it's hate just, talking about the Astros, man. I just hate it. It's just every single year they do this. Every single year, it doesn't matter injuries. It doesn't matter who's on their team. I mean, you take a look. They won the World Series last season with Justin Verlander. Mm -hmm. He signs a three-year deal with the Mets. Yes, the traded. Mets stink, so they trade him back to Houston, and now he's back in the CS. 
Framber <laughs> Valdez, Christian Javier, who was terrible all regular season. He's just going to light it up. Jose Their Altuve offense. didn't play a good game yesterday. Or not what day was this? Uh, Jose Abreu wasn't good all year, and no. he hit a three-run homer off of Sonny Gray. So yeah. this team just, they find any way that they can, any resource that they can. They rejuvenate bullpen arms. They get great starts. You, they find guys who can I wanna, hit. I want to cut you off real quick because you know what this team reminds me of, and I hate that. I hate it. And I'll, Actually, I respect it because I don't want to associate them. I think I know what you're going to say. Associate them with this Texas team, but they remind me of the San Antonio Spurs. I thought you were going to say the New England Patriots. I was going to say that, but the it's just the New England. It, they, no, they're, yes. That's it, a but it's both, it's, it's probably both teams. It's the San Antonio Spurs and the New England Patriots. No matter what, we had this conversation. I don't know if you were here for this, Tom and Chris, but I had this conversation with the other people um, for all sides when the playoffs kind of got started. And it's like, yo, what are the chances that the Astros go back? Because they seem how find them. They, they always, always find, find a way to win. No matter what. No matter what, seven they, years? They, they lose. So they've lost Garrett Cole, Carlos Correa, George Springer, Yuli Gurriel, who hasn't really been good since no. he's been gone, but he was good on Houston, and they still move. It's they ridiculous. still move. I don't Unbelievable. know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It I, sucks I, to be a Yankee fan. It, it does suck to be a Yankee fan, yo. Because like, that's the rival – that is, you know what the equivalent of that rivalry is? I know you, and we're both too old, young to remember this, but it's Jordan versus the Knicks in the nineties. How all all the time the Knicks thought they could beat Jordan and the company, and Jordan would just school them. That's like the Yankees trying to beat the Astros. Or the early twenty tens Knicks with LeBron and the Heatles. Don't even remind me of that because <laughs> that was a oh my god. I Those went, were good times. I went to that twenty thirteen playoff series, but they they ended up losing against. They beat Boston, but they always lose. They lost against uh. Indiana, but now it's the battle Texas, Texas Rangers, Houston. What are we looking at? It's going to be a really good series. Two AOS teams. I really like the Texas Rangers on offense with Corey Seager, Adolis Garcia, Jonah Heim, Evan Carter, who's 21 years old. Marcus Semyon. Carter's 21 years old and he's phenomenal. He looked yeah. great against Baltimore. He looked great against Tampa Bay. And Jordan Montgomery, Nathan Avaldi, Max Scherzer should be back. I don't really know what you're going to get out of Scherzer, but I like their pitching. I don't love their bullpen. Love their hitting. But I, Houston is just such a great until team. Until they tell Houston tells me they could choke, I'm going with Houston in this series. I have I have a hard time betting against the Houston Astros I, as I much as I you, want to with my I don't heart. Know how you can. I do have some reservations about the Rangers pitching against Houston, even though they looked really good against Baltimore and Tampa. And Altuve, they haven't faced this Altuve is getting older and did not look his best. No. But he's going to find a way to show up. 100%. And if he yeah. doesn't, somebody else will. Altuve was terrible Alvarez. last playoffs. Jordan Alvarez. Alvarez is the guy. AL version of Bryce Harper when it comes to the playoffs because he just does nothing but hit. I, I, I Yeah, I, I just don't. I think – actually, I meant to get y'all picks. What's the picks for the Phillies and Diamondback series? I I'm on, Phillies. on 10th inning, I've kind of been a, a bit of a troll, so I went with the Diamondbacks. and I can see the Diamondbacks knocking off the Phillies, but I think it's going to be a tough task. If we're being honest, I would say probably Phillies and six because I just think they're a better Ooh, team, six? especially offensively. 
But it'd be pretty funny to see this. Can the Diamondbacks? Yo, crazy part is when they when they had the bases loaded yesterday against the Braves. I was like, yo, one hit. All you need is one hit because I know <laughs> I know the I know the Philly fans are about to lose their monthly. Like, just one hit, man. Take it back to Atlanta. I don't care if you lose after that, but take it back to Atlanta. Put the pressure on them. <laughs> but I I don't know how you knock off uh, Philadelphia. You got to like for them to do it. They got to win in Philly again. The Braves couldn't even do it. I don't know if the Diamondbacks got a chance of winning. For at least, at least you gotta steal at least two games in Philly. You gotta steal two, in my opinion. You could, you could take one and then and then go back to Arizona and, and win both. But it's gonna be a tough task. Yeah, you, ha- you have to win one in Philly. You and I don't know. Okay. If, I don't know if the pitching is gonna. I I love Gallon and I really right. like Kelly, but I don't think they're gonna win. Both I don't. Th- I don't think both of them are gonna have great outings in the first two games at the bank. I think one of them will struggle. And I think. Do you think the pressure of Philadelphia is going to get to them? That's in red, red October. They're, the fan they're a young team. First time in the playoffs since what? Like two, I'm about to say 2017, I believe it. It's, it's been. been a long time to me. But in um, Philadelphia, had the stars out. They had Embiid. We're going to talk a little about him before we go. But Embiid, Cox, Tyreek, uh, Tyreek. I'm not say Tyreek Hill. Tyreek's Maxi. They was all out there, and you know they won. They had the beer party. For the Astros, I think we're all going Astros, but five. Astros I'll say six. Astros and seven because I do really like Texas, but this is a division rivalry too. This is a, I just this, can't do it. This is a division six. rivalry, but I'm, I'm going Houston. I'll say six. I'm going Houston six. So I think we're all in agreement that we might be seeing Houston and Philly again for the rematch back to back. God, I'm really hoping a Ranger Diamondback World Series. Awful for ratings. Right. MLB would I'm not. not MLB saying, wants a Houston Philly. God, awful for ratings. Um, they want a Houston Philly rematch, obviously, or at least get Houston or get Philly. But boy, a Rangers Diamondbacks World Series would be the funniest thing. <laughs> I think Just to I Robin think, and Philly's face that they lost again. It's gonna be Houston Philly, dog, because they want the ratings I'm and the storyline there. It's probably gonna be, but how funny would it be if, if they lost? It would be hysterical. That's hysterical for our friends. That's why. Yeah. Oh, oh, Philly losing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. You could you could rub it in Jack. Oh, I can rub it in everyone's, oh, everyone's face here at the Aiden's station. Face, all of them. Aiden's oh, that would just be unbelievably great. But before, it won't happen though, probably. But before we want we go, Houston. <laughs> I, I you they got me. Strider. I, yo, that was probably the one time I ever cheered for Houston was last year, <laughs> and I'm an Yankee fan, and I hate cheering for Houston, but that was probably the only time I ever did it. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about it, like Houston, Philly. I've kind of put on this troll act. About rooting against the Phillies, I, I cannot I, – I don't think I can root for Houston. I think I might puke in my mouth a little bit. Oh, it's tough. It's Stay tough. Here. But before we go, because we got the last two minutes, let's talk about the NBA. James Harden showed up for training camp. He's back. He did a little interview with some of the reporters saying that the relationship between him and Daryl Morey is cooked, is done, is broken up. They go in a separate ways. Uh Unfortunately, because it was cuffing season, but, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's over. But are they trade James Harden this season or? Yes. But they, who's the suitor, though? That's where it's tough. I think it's got to be Clippers. Miami. Clippers. I, yo, Miami? Rumors were coming up with the Clippers. Uh, uh, rumors were Clippers. coming up with the Clippers. Yeah, but the Clippers now have. So they would have Paul George, Kawhi, and James. I don't like I that I guess mix. Paul plays the four, Kawhi the they three, and James the two. They would have to get one of their two. starters. But starters. I, I, mean, I mean, Russell? I, I, I don't. <sighs> Man, it's tough. They and yeah, the assets. I just 
This is a I don't weird think Russ is a good Harden. get back for for Harden. I, and I don't think not, he's a great fit he, for Philly. I don't not, think he is. No, his and his and heart because he's, he's ball dominant and so is Embiid. I'm about, exactly. I would say his heart. If like Russell was by himself and you had no stars on Philly, yeah, that would be a great fit because <clears> Philly would love and cheer on Russ because. Russell Westbrook plays like how Philadelphia Philly, someone who will love who from one who's from Philadelphia really yeah, wants their pail, athlete. Yeah, kind of grind, grind right. it out, a guy type style, you know. But he cannot pair with Joel Embiid. He's ball down. He can't pair with Tyreek Massey. So getting rid of Harden, if you're the Clippers, maybe you might got the most assets probably in Miami. But then you got to think about. Miami, because they need another superstar. They cannot just keep relying on Jimmy Butler. And I don't think Bam has uh, gotten to that point where he's superstar material yet. Well, who are you going to give up if in Miami? Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. I don't know who else. Maybe been, somebody. I'm trying to think it's of, yeah. He's been in every single every single trade. Yeah, he's beaten the trade package allegations. Every single it's, trade it's, hypothetical it's has Tyler Hero in it, and he's still on the team. Until I, they trade for Harden. I don't know, but I do know this. Uh, our t- I think our top teams on both the East and the West are probably going to be Denver, LA, the Lakers, and for the East you got uh, maybe the Suns for the West. Oh, the Suns are looking good. Milwaukee and Boston. Milwaukee and Boston, yeah. But is that it cra- will- is it crazy? Real quick, is it no, crazy for me to say the Knicks are top four? Is it crazy for me to say that right now? I think the Knicks get to the second round, and after that, it's going to be in God's hands. Yeah, no, that's not crazy. I mean, you got Milwaukee, who's better, Boston, who's better, Philly, who's better. But outside of that, it's- are we really sure Philly's better than the Knicks? Yes. Are we it's sure? Tough. Are we without, sure? Without, you know what? Hold on a second. With with Harden, I think they are. Without Harden, I think they are. They're it's not. close. But it's, I do think Joel Embiid is just honestly, close to people think. I won in Philly in the playoffs last year more so than Miami because I knew Miami was going to be able to beat us than Philly. I think we matched up way better to Philly and Boston than oh, we yeah. did Miami and Milwaukee. But that will do it for our edition of All Sides. You can catch me next week, next Friday, same time, 5 to 6. And for more basketball talk, you can follow me for the AM1 podcast, which will be debuting around the start of basketball season. I'll say October 26th, October, where that Monday is. You can follow me and Aiden Butler for All Sides. But this is Josh Counts, Tom Hill, Chris Gazillo. Yes. Hey, oh. do that, Dougie, do that, Dougie. <laughs> but this is the three of us. We are out. You've been listening to Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports, featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. Tune in next Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. for another edition of Offsides, only on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM.